So today is August the 17th, 2020, uh, on a Monday at 1.37 in the afternoon. And I, I've done podcasts on several things, but you know what, today I'm going to just tell you why I started my own podcast. And hopefully you enjoy you know, about mm, five years ago, it would be five years ago. I think I saw, uh, I saw Rob Bell interview Bishop Carlton Pearson in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And at first, I just thought it was a regular interview that was that was recorded on YouTube. But actually, it was a podcast as well. And so I was like, wait a minute, you mean you can do a podcast as well as a live recording and put it up on YouTube? And so that made me start to think, why not do a podcast? But at the same time, I always think anything you do on the internet, it costs money. But you know, I should have known some things are free. And, you know, when I started looking at the interview that Rob Bell did with Bishop Carlton Pearson almost five years ago, uh, I don't know, I must then hear him well. But he told him, oh, yeah, it's free. And it's broadcasted on different networks. Now, his was broadcast on iTunes. And I thought it was you know, that that's the only website that could be, uh, uh, that, that can broadcast your, your, uh, your podcast is on, on iTunes. But now with the internet being so broad, there are so many websites that you can, uh, download your podcast on. And so as I was listening to Rob Bell tell Bishop Carter Pearson about how he does it and how, uh, he gets his done and how he, every Monday he put out a podcast over these almost five years. I was like, I would love to do a podcast because, you know, I've always thought about things and I've always had a creative mind and had a strong opinion about certain topics. And so, uh, lo and behold, here come March the 16th, 2020. And here we are, uh, there we was at the time, uh, at the very beginning stages of coronavirus, COVID-19. And that same week, I saw a commercial on late one night. And I saw a commercial for Anchor.fm. And I had been thinking, you know, for almost a year, I would love to do a podcast, but I'm always thinking about it costs money. I was like, man, look, I don't have no money. I barely could keep money on my cue card so I could get around Houston. But when I saw them say it's free and you could just download it and go and get the app and download the app rather, I was like, you know what? Why not just go and see if it's true? So I went and did that. I went and downloaded the app on my phone. And I've been doing my podcast ever since. Now, I started my podcast in March. 
but the last month and a half, I had to restart it because I got a new phone. And all my podcasts that I recorded in March all the way into like a month and a half ago, it's probably still on that 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 old phone, but I haven't been able to figure out how to download it on my new phone because I still have the same phone number, but I what I should have did was drop uh, 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 put my podcast in a Dropbox before I change to my new phone, and I would have been able to upload it on my new phone. But you know what? It is what it is, so I have to deal with it. But you know what? I've always, uh, uh, I never thought I would live to see the day where I could do something like this. And so for me, doing a podcast has kind of brought me out of my shell. And I wouldn't say I'm so much shy now because when I was younger, I was shy. But um, now that I'm older, I've kind of come out of my shell and one of the reasons why I was so shy growing up because I had a stuttering problem and I thought I would always have a stuttering problem but thank God that I had a grandmother who constantly got on my case and constantly worked with me and made me sit at the table and learn you know different words and learn my colors and different and learn how to differentiate uh, how to distinguish rather different colors and I did so I forgot so many things that I learned at the table with my mom because she made me sit at the table and taught me but at the same time I had a wonderful speech therapist named Miss Egley and I don't even know her first name but I just always knew her as Miss Egley and she taught at Kennedy Elementary here in Houston Texas off a of year and Cross Timbers and oh, we're off a year in North Maine, rather. But, yeah, well, it was yelling and cross timbers because they're both in the six all together. And I will forever be grateful to my mother and Miss Egley for bringing me out of my stuttering problem because I didn't get away with it at home. I definitely didn't get away with it at school. And I will forever be grateful. And I want to say, Miss Egley, wherever you are, Thank you, thank you, thank you. You were one of the first people outside of my mom who taught me to read a paragraph out loud. And you taught me, and you had me to explain what that paragraph means. And you told me, well, you have to look at me in your eyes, uh, look at me in your eyes. Because if you don't look people in their face, well, they, they, they don't think. They won't think that you telling the truth. And I'm thinking, no offense, Miss Egley, but I'm thinking I'm a black kid in a predominantly black neighborhood in a black school. And I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, you white. And I'm like, I don't want to look at you in your face. The only white people I ever grew up looking at or seeing coming in my neighborhood was the rent man or the insurance or the police looking for somebody. I've never sat at the table in my life until you until I had to do it with you uh, and to hear you tell me I had to read a paragraph had to explain it and then I had to look at you in your face and I'm thinking oh no but the more I kept doing it the more I felt comfortable the more I caught myself when I went on those stuttering uh, episodes and because of you and my mom I slowly 
for Shirley came out of my stunning situation around 11 years old. And because of you, uh, during my high school years, that's when I really developed the love of reading. I wish I could have did that earlier. I would have probably came out of my stuttering a lot earlier, but I didn't develop the love of reading until I got into high school when I saw uh, one of my good friends, Marlon, and he was always reading. I'm thinking, this kid is black like me at a black, predominantly black school, and every time I see him, he reading Daniel Steele and Moby Dick, and I'm thinking, who does that? But I was like, you know what? He making better grades than I am. So maybe there's a science to his madness. So I started getting books. And my first book was uh, My Angelo, I think. No, no. My first book was Alice, Alice Walker, uh, The Color Purple. And I read that book in three days because if you really read that book the uh, uh, uh it is well i think it, uh it's still the same version still is today the first like 82 pages are half pages so i went through those pages in one day and by the end of the third day or probably three and a half days i was finished with the whole book and i was like oh my god my passion for reading increased and I started reading books not only by Alice Walker, but Maya Angelou, Richard Wright, James Baldwin. And the list goes on and on. And now I have so many books in my room. I don't even know what some of them are right now. That I have my own little library. And so that's where I start developing the level reading. And um, one of the things I did for myself in high school was I got my favorite magazine or my favorite book. And what I would do is I what I learned from Miss Eggley was how to sound words out that I didn't understand. And I would get a Webster dictionary and put it right beside me. So when I came to a word I didn't understand, I would sound it out. And then I would look it up and find out what the meaning is. So when I came across that word again, I knew what it meant, and I, and I, and I, I had, I had a better understanding of why the word was used in that sentence and in that paragraph. So I would forever be grateful. And so for me, some, oh my God, some 40, so that was when I was 11, and I now I'm 49, some 38 years ago, <laughs> good Lord, almost 40 years ago, now we have the internet that has opened the door and made it a, made it a, a, a level playing field where anybody who has an opinion about anything can voice their thoughts and their ideas. And so for me, this is just my way of coming out. Now, you know what? I have to admit, and you already know, if you listen to this podcast or listen to my uh, uh, my other podcast. I'm not the greatest po uh, podcast presenter. My words don't always sound crisp, but I'm always working at perfection because I want to perfect my craft at being a podcaster. I just don't want to do this and then think of it as a hobby. I'm always watching or, or really 
trying to pronounce my words correctly uh, or clearly so you can understand. And I always want to bring content that's interesting to me because if it's not interesting to me, it's probably not going to be interesting to you either. So I'm always trying to come up with new ideas for my podcast. And, you know, this has been a great opportunity for me. And like I said in, in my other podcast, if it weren't for coronavirus, COVID-19, nine times out of ten, I probably wouldn't even start my podcast or even download it when I saw that commercial. But you know what? COVID-19 has made me come out of my shell on a whole lot of things. And like I said before, I know coronavirus has been an issue for a lot of people, but coronavirus has been a blessing for me because it has made me really push myself to the limits on a lot of things and because of it i, I, I want to say again thank you to krista evans hurst because of it i started following you in march that same week i think it was the same week i downloaded my podcast and i started following you and i've been following of course um larry reed and king james king jives i rather uh kevin on stage i just started following him like a year ago and then this past week i've been following tapita brown like crazy so many people have been mentioning her name really i started hearing about her earlier this year but this past week i have really just been following her and looking at a lot of her cooking shows and and uh uh her words of wisdom on being a, a stepmom and and uh why she became a vegan and stuff like that and and stuff like that and then uh dawson denise i've been following him well, I've been following him for over a year now, and I really love his commentary because he's just straight to the point. He don't book on around. He just tell you what he thinks, whether you like it. I love him. Love him, love him, love him. And so social media has always been a thing for me. Now, I've always been a YouTuber because I've always loved watching my videos and listening to my music. But I never thought of uh, blogging or uh, posting of anything until I started watching Crystal because I became a part of her inner circle and her sister circle and part of the Facebook group. And everybody started, I started reading everybody's posts and what they blogged and what they printed on social media and I was like uh I don't know if I want to do that but you know what now it's I'm comfortable with it uh and I really enjoy it now now to me social media has always been a thing and and, and putting my face on that is not one of my or something I really like doing now, I have done it in the past, and I'm, when I don't want to show my face, I've taken it up. And, you know, I, I like I said, all these people that I just mentioned, I follow on a regular basis. But even with me now blogging and doing my podcast, I always think just because you're on social media, some things ought to be a mystery. 
everybody don't need to know every single thing about you. And so even though I have podcast a lot since uh, I started I podcasting really well since March. And I started blogging somewhere around April, probably May. And I still believe to this day, everybody don't need to know everything about you. Something needs to be a mystery and something needs to stay a mystery. So, for that said, where I want to go with this, I said it before, I love this nation. And I would love to do a radio show because I, like I said, I have opinions about a lot of stuff. And now, by me, doing my podcast about me uh, voicing my opinion and blogging and uh, posting different things on Facebook and on Twitter. You know, I feel more comfortable all the time about being on social media. So, you know what? Like I said before, for all of you who think you can't do it and I thought I couldn't do it, although, you know what, anchor.fm, they not paying me anything, but I love their podcast because you could do it for free. They have pushed me onto other social platforms that I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. And I'm still, of course, I'm still learning this podcasting medium and learning how to perfect my craft and uh, learning how to. Uh, how to edit because I really do need to learn how to edit. I haven't done that very well and I need to learn how to do that. And I just need to learn how to navigate. I'm still learning how to navigate anchor.fm, tell you the truth. And I want to learn, I want to master that as well. So, you know what? This is my, this is my, my, my breaking out story on why I podcast. So, you know what? If you think you can't do it, hey. I know being on social media is intimidating, it's, it's confusing, and you got so many people coming at you left and right. But you know what? One thing I have said over and over again, I will always say, if God made you an original, why are you run trying to be a, be a karma copy of somebody, of somebody else? Be you. And you know what? I refuse to be anybody else but me. So that's why... The more I keep podcasting, the more I keep expressing myself on social media, that's who I'm going to be me. So I'll see you later. Bye.